Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. I'm Dick Iuliano. DNA evidence leads to an arrest for a nearly 30-year-old murder in D.C. I'm Luke Luker. 74 degrees Tyson's Corner, 74 in Crofton. It's 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. A large area of Texas that's been in a severe drought now has to worry about flooding. KTVT meteorologist Dominic Brown. Heavy rain in parts of North Texas and some flooding. A flood watch remains in effect for most of the viewing area until your Monday afternoon and evening. And we can still see about two to four inches of rain in parts of the area even beyond your Monday. But right now only those two alert days. And remember, turn around, don't drown. A small group of demonstrators gathered outside an FBI field office in Massachusetts to protest the raid of former President Trump's home in Florida. John Hugo says he's fed up with the FBI. Time to get rid of the FBI. We need something better. We need something more accountable. Uh, they're, they're a deep state organization now. On, on ABC, Congresswoman Liz Cheney says she's disgusted by Republicans who attacked the FBI agents for just doing their job. I was ashamed um, to hear Republicans immediately and reflexively attack the FBI agents who executed the search warrant. Russian officials are now investigating a car bombing that killed the daughter of a close ally of President Vladimir Putin. Former CBS News Moscow Bureau Chief Beth Noble says the likely target of the attack was Alexander Dugan, who switched cars shortly before the blast. There's been no claim of responsibility for the blast, but some pro-Kremlin commentators and politicians are blaming Ukraine. Ukrainian Soldiers have been sneaking behind Russian front lines and launching some very daring attacks in recent days, but those have all been in or near Ukraine. As fears of nuclear catastrophe in Eastern Europe grow, President Biden spoke by phone on Monday to the Sunday, that is, to the leaders of France, Germany, and Britain. Both Ukraine and Russia are accusing each other of shelling the largest nuclear power plant on the continent. But there is a hint of good news in Ukraine, and CBS's Charlie Daggett has that. It's not often a return to the war in Ukraine starts with a silver lining, but we headed straight for the port city of Odessa in time for the first grain ship to set sail. What kind of grain is this? In relative terms, just a handful of the 20 million tons of backlog, but it's a start that may help stave off starvation in places where it's needed most. Attorneys for the man who shot and killed 17 people at a high school in Florida in 2018 will begin presenting their case on Monday. They want their client to be sentenced to life in prison, not death. They just need to persuade one juror that their now 23-year-old client should not be put to death. Prosecutors spent three weeks presenting their case, showing surveillance videos of the shootings, among other things. This is CBS News. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. It's 2.03, Monday, August 22nd, 2022. The high today, 85. Good morning.
morning. I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. The top local stories we're following this hour. Summer is over for students in Fairfax County, Prince William County, Manassas Park City, and the city of Alexandria. Their new school year starts today. In Fairfax County, Michelle Reed is entering her first year as superintendent of Virginia's largest school system. Students there will have a new cell phone policy and middle school students will get recess starting this year. And in Prince William County, Superintendent Latanya McDade says they're ready for the start of the school year, despite a teacher vacancy rate of 168 positions. McDade says they've hired more than 1,600 new employees and are actively recruiting more. Meanwhile, in Alexandria, as kids return to class later this morning, among those there to greet them will be school resource officers. After one more year, of funding for the position was approved earlier this year. But the future of SROS in schools remains uncertain. With controversy surrounding the SRO role, the Alexandria City Public School System has named a school law enforcement partnership advisory group. Its goal is to reimagine the role of the of the SROs in the schools. Parent Paula Gormley has spent her career working in law enforcement. She's a member of the work group. She says for her among the goals is to see how SROs are used in the disciplinary process and how decisions to refer students to the criminal justice system are made. Because there is a level of discretion in some of these areas. Do those decisions are they made with, with you know, equity in mind? The group will meet next on September the 12th and eventually issue its recommendations to the school board. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Alexandria schools will also have more security enhancements this year. Middle and high school students will be required to carry student IDs. And the schools will have designated entrances for students, staff, and visitors. More than 500 employees at American University are planning to go on strike today after failing to reach an agreement over wages and health care benefits. The clerical, technical, and academic staff say they'll picket the school for up to five days this week, including today's move-in day for students. The Northwest D.C. University and the union representing the workers have been negotiating a new labor contract. The workers, members of the Service Employees International Union, have demanded 9% salary hikes over two years. The university says it offered a 4% raise and other compensation increases in its best and final offer. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Election 2022 on WTOP. The vote recount in the Democratic primary for Montgomery County Executive will continue later this morning. Day three wrapped up yesterday and we're still waiting to learn if incumbent Mark Elrich or challenger David Blair will win. Blair's campaign requested a recount after primary results were certified last week and showed Elrich leading by 35 votes. The recount will continue at 9.30 a.m. For 29 years, the murder of a woman in Southeast D.C. went unsolved. Now there's an arrest based on new DNA evidence. Last Thursday, police arrested 58-year-old William Ransford for the murder of Deborah McManus. Her body was found on October 23, 1993 on the grounds of Ballou High School in Southeast D.C. She had been strangled and was nude with her clothes nearby. DNA evidence was gathered at the time, but the case went cold. According to court docs in February, a crime lab in Wyoming notified D.C. 
D.C. police said a DNA search from a sock of the victim resulted in a match with Ransford from an FBI database. Ransford had a history with sexual assaults, including one conviction in 2001. Police interviewed him in May. He denied ever knowing McManus, but consented to give a DNA sample. The results led to a warrant, and now Ransford has been charged with second-degree murder. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, why a food festival in Howard County is getting complaints on social media. 207. The International Union of Operating Engineers Local 77 is recruiting its next class of apprentices.